listeners, we finished Tuesday. Jonathan Gibson is here. I can't, we can't hold off on this any longer. It gives me no joy to say. Sorry, I'm late. I had to come late. Well, I was, I was working. I don't work. You know what? I have a job. Yeah, look, don't turn off apology. Outside of this podcast, I don't Don't, don't turn off apology mode because we have a major one to issue. Listeners, we failed you. As frequent listeners will know, over basically the past month, we narrated the narrative arc. We summarized the narrative arc where Garfield gets locked out of his house and wanders around Muncie and meets his mother and then gets back home on Christmas Eve. Not a single time did we make reference to the hero's journey. Not once did we reference the work of Joseph Con- Jonathan? Every beat of the hero's journey happened in that story. John Arbuckle issues the call to adventure of like, hey, you know, you're on your own. Garfield refuses the call. There's supernatural aid in the form of a never-ending food bowl. Garfield literally crosses the first threshold when he walks out the door and gets locked out. He goes out to find food, entering the belly of the whale. He's confronted by a series of trials. He meets with the goddess in the form of his mother. He atones with the father in the form of that old, you know, the old cat, the old cat. Uh, you know, the, the Grandpa, old, his grandpa cat. There's an apotheosis yeah. where he's transformed into a boy outside the bakery so he can get some food. He gets the food, which is what he set out to get. That's the ultimate boon. He shares it with some other cats. He gives them donuts. So he's transformed and more powerful and uses his power for good. He returns home. He nearly dies. He's maybe dies and is resurrected in the snow. There's a magic flight because his mother comes in a dream and saves him. That's rescue from without. He gets magical back home. realism. What does he fucking do when he gets back home? He crosses the threshold again. There's another door. Jesus. Every fucking and then he's the master of two worlds because he's thinking of every story beat in the hero's journey happened. We didn't mention it once. We I mean did fail. we need we to don't it was deserve. so obvious. Yeah, it's fun to make that joke, but I'm like, I'm 70% serious. I'm not sure we deserve to have a Garfield recap podcast if we don't note the reference. Maybe someone should take it away from us. Wasn't It wasn't like beneath the surface. It was just right there. It was right there in front of us. And we didn't say anything. We didn't say a goddamn fucking thing. Like we didn't reference, you know, James George Frazier and the Golden Bow. Fine. That's, that's, borderline forgivable the dying and revived god I, uh, but the heroes i mean honestly though they the golden bat we should have mentioned that too he returns on christmas eve Gee, like is that part of it yeah i golden bow yeah yeah i haven't i haven't actually read it uh, any the of king this. of the grove the hero with a thousand faces jesus christ garfield i've watched he apocalypse dies and now. is reborn that's that's that guy, right? Which guy? Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I mean, yes, yes. That's the hero's I'm, journey. I mean, I, do, 
I don't know if you're aware of this, but like one of the pivotal scenes in Apocalypse Now, uh, Colonel Kurtz has a copy of the book, The Golden Bough by George James Frazier. I, I don't know if you, I've, were you deliberately setting that up? No, I, isn't that Joseph Conrad? Isn't that a... Joseph Conrad is the hero with a thousand faces, which is arguably influenced by George James Frazier, The Golden Bough, which is about the dying and revived God. It's all monomyth stuff. I just like, what are we even doing? I, what's we, even we the do point that of the for like a month? It's like, if it's like the, is, <laughs> is it even just that impressive? Myth. What are you going to do? Like, it's just like, oh, this is what everything is. I like, feel okay, like. Okay. All right. If you make a really super vague outline. Yeah. A lot of stuff falls into it. Big whoop. Right. I mean, <laughs> on one level, I agree with you, but this one was just so it's just like beat for beat. Yeah. This was happening for Apocalypse Now is inspired by Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Wait, there's a Joseph Conrad. Who's the hero a with a thousand Joseph faces Conrad? guy then? Oh, that's James. James Campbell is the hero with a thousand faces. Joseph guy. Campbell. Joseph, Joseph Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> You got your Joseph, Joseph Conrad, your Joseph Campbell, and your James George Frazier. I'm just saying, like, listeners, we failed you. John and your failed Kelsey you. Grammer. Mike basically failed you just, just by association. Well, um, well, I wasn't here, or I would have pointed it right out. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> day I mean, one. It's easy, yeah. easy to say that after the fact. I mean, you know, you weren't here. You weren't here. <laughs> I can't that's how I failed. That. I can't believe we missed that. I'm just, I'm honestly upset with myself. Anyway, it's Wednesday. Who even cares? John, do you want to host Campbell. the show? Joseph Campbell wrote the, the monomyth or whatever the hell? He wrote The Hero with a Thousand Faces. So not Joseph Conrad. Joseph Conrad wrote the... And not William uh, Conrad. Joseph Conrad... The narrator from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Wrote Heart of Darkness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, a lot of people are named Conrad. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people have names. <laughs> a lot of people do. It's true. It's true. Speaking oh. of names, my name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson. I am also Jim Davis. My name is Michael Kusmanoff, and I am also Jim Davis. Usually, the first thing we would say is, "You're listening to being Jim Davis." Yeah, but, but you now, didn't say that. We didn't Skip say it. it. Well, we you can, know, we can fix it in post. It's all a part of the monomyth, John. Uh, today is Wednesday, January 2nd, 1985. Today we're reading Garfield number 2390. I'm really, I'm really upset with myself about this hero's journey thing. I like, we didn't mention it once. I just, what's even, I'm not the, even sure I believe that. I, I feel like you did. You think we did mention it? Let, I, let I me ask, let me ask you this. Did, <laughs> Did, did Clive Stubblefield go on the hero's journey when he decided to do the drums for, it's not, wait, wait, don't tell me. It's what's <laughs> what the other know? one? What do you know? What's the one he was, what do you know? I think, I think we can take it as read that that was the, the return home on his hero's journey. Each drum went on its own hero's journey. Oh, surely not the yeah. high Tom. Especially the high Tom, Chris. Really? You think? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that into Clyde Stubblefield anymore. I'm more of a Bernard Pretty Purdy guy these days. Yeah, give me a Purdy Shuffle. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The Purdy Shuffle, John. 
It's it's Wednesday, January second, nineteen eighty five. Today, <laughs> we're wishing Sarah Bishop a happy birthday, and uh, also yeah. reading the two thousand three hundred happy birthday ever Garfield's strip. Super fan Sarah Bishop. <laughs> In this uh, one, mm-hmm. Garfield goes from freezing to near death to hating his new sweater. Oh yeah, none of those are. Th- these are all last. Oh, week's. that's that's Ryan last Pfeiffer week's. didn't yeah. write any synopses for us this week. Uh, I guess because man, he if just anyone hates, is owed an apology, it's us. He hates Garfield. Arguably, I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought he was yeah. into Garfield. Yeah, apparently not. I mean, it seems like he would have anyway. Uh, panel, look. Okay, this one's a lot of fun because John's carrying two bags full of groceries. He's carrying them to the countertop and he thinks, uh, he says, I don't mind grocery shopping. And there's a lot of stuff in that bag. And, you know, an earlier iteration of this show, we would probably spend 15 minutes describing everything that's in those bags. Okay, I'll do it. There's a a bag, might be a bag of chips there in the back. I think there's a little green. A box of Kleenexes at the bottom? I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that. How has no one mentioned Mike. celery yet? There's celery. Yeah, cel- well, I was Mike jumped to the Kleenex, but I'm glad he did because typically when you buy a box of Kleenex at the supermarket, <laughs> it it's closed and it doesn't already have one of the Kleenexes sticking out from the top. Maybe this he suggested he used like it in yeah, the car. on the way home he opened it up and blew his nose. Well, it's so we would know because if it's just a box. When, yeah it's not it's, as iconic as having the, the yeah. kleenex or the you facial tissue uh, coming we, out of it do we think that's good and gather brand kleenex is that uh is just john shop at target it's essential for the narrative i feel that we like know. john shops at target mm, well i mean this is 1985 so they didn't have groceries at target back then did they not that's I don't know. When did well, Target not, not any of my start? When did Target begin? When did Target... I'm, I'm like, Googling history of Target. Hang I don't remember Target being everywhere. It's going to be a long week, folks. <laughs> it so is. Oh, I, rem- I remember Targets in the 80s when I was a kid. But the history not, of Target from its I'm founding not saying in 1976. I'm not saying Target didn't exist in the 1980s. I just... Was it everywhere but, in the 1980s? But I remember them not having groceries back then. Mm. Like those kind of those, those kind targets. of stores didn't seem to have yeah groceries until like the 21st century. Yeah, it feels like. Well, it's possible that John picked up his groceries and then stopped off at the Target on the way back to get some Kleenex to get some Good and Gather brand Kleenex. I think maybe Good and Gather wasn't a thing, even if Target. No, was. I don't think Good and Gather. I think yeah. Good and Gather is quite recent. Um, okay, you know, I didn't feel like we needed to spend a lot of time discussing Target, but apparently <laughs> we do because. It looks like Target actually goes back to the early 20th century. It's been known under any number of names. You know, Target, obviously, Dayton Hudson Corporation, Dayton Corporation, Dayton Company, Dayton's Good Dry Goods Company. And briefly, from 1902 to 1903, Goodfellow Dry Goods. And everyone knows, I don't need to tell you. I, I see. Yeah, Mike knows. I saw his face. <laughs> Goodfellow is the house brand of Target clothes. 
So that's a little fun. Now we know where that name comes from. I'm probably, it's very possible I'm wearing some good fellow clothes right now. Looks That's like uh, Archer Farms and Simply Balanced were the two previous uh, private label brands that were rolled up into Good and Gather. Mm. Oh, is that where the, I, I had forgotten about Archer Farms. So you can't get Archer Farms stuff anymore? I guess not. That's a little sad. Target launching <laughs> private label and fight for groceries. This is from t- like three years ago. This is, is Good and Gather really that recent? I think Good and wild. Gather is quite recent. Yeah, absolutely. Wild. I don't I remember like Good and Gather since the from beginning. even from like the 2010s. It's been with us since the beginning. You feel that way, huh? It doesn't. It feel like we've always no. had Good and Gather. No, it doesn't feel that way to me. This All is right. the difference. This is how you know that we we belong to two different generations. I guess so. Jonathan. I guess so. I'm a I'm a very young Generation X, and you're a very old millennial. And the difference is good and gather feels eternal to you, but new to me. <laughs> it's, right. That's the distinction. <laughs> All right. My, Mike, how do you feel about good and gather brand goods? To be honest, I wasn't even really familiar with the name good and gather. Oh. Yeah. I know uh, Sears used to be called Sears and Roebuck. No yeah, way. I mean that's for sure. Yeah, Sears and Roebuck had a falling out. Mm. I think there was a duel. I think uh, I think Sears killed Roebuck. Well, we all we all remember the famous <laughs> the famous Supreme Court case, Sears v. Roebuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I mean, this was back. A, this was back in the Dustin 19, Hoffman movie too. Was back in the 1940s when Supreme Court cases were fought to the death. Uh, right. Roebuck was, was a better Roebuck time. was, yeah, judicially judicially a simpler time. Really, yeah. what I wish we would go back to that. Um, anywho, <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about this Garfield oh, or just right. continue so, and talk John, or, or continue discussing big box retailers? No, no, no. John has this wonderful line he says, mm-hmm. I don't mind grocery shopping. It's a great line, and that's the yeah, end of the Garfield. The first pa- that, well, that was the first panel. That was and just it, the it first. It could panel. end there. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with John. I also don't mind grocery shopping. If I'm being honest, yeah, I enjoy. I, 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 I enjoy grocery. grocery shopping. Personally, I feel like grocery shopping is me time. This is the, like, the only time crowded. I get to myself. I'll often invite if I'm going grocery shopping. I'm going to the Costco or wherever. I'll ask my wife or my son if they want to come. But I kind of prefer it with them when they don't. It's me time. That's my that's my personal time. My wife has just come home. If it's Costco on a Saturday, I'd you know I'd I'd, I'd generally I'd rather pass you know. Well, but, yeah, but any other time, any and place. Call me a glutton. I, I enjoy call, grocery shopping. Call me a glutton for punishment. I go to Costco on a Sunday afternoon. You know, oh. it's just like I'm asking for trouble. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, my wife's home. Christine, do you want to say hello to Jonathan and and Mike Kuzminoff? Hey. She says sure. Yeah, they say hey. Anyway, uh, panel oh, two, hey. John Arbuckle is putting the groceries on the counter, and he says, "And I don't mind carrying them home." And there's Garfield and Odie. They're looking over the counter, and they're excited. Yeah, we got full face. Nice. This is pop up. How's it going? Hi. Oh, hi. I can't hey, Christine. Hear them. Well, I bet you can say things. Just imagine what they're saying. 
<laughs> well, it's nice seeing you all. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Okay. It's nice to see you. All right. It's I'll hard do. to know what they're like. Yeah, you you I can't hear them, you. but I, I don't listen. I just keep talking. That's my anyway. Uh, Chris, truer words were never spoken. What? what? Um, in panel three, John Arbuckle is saying, This is the part I dread. And Garfield and Odie are just frolicking all over those groceries. Still here. They're, they're jumping onto the groceries, they're attacking, they're, you know. They're getting in there for real. Uh, it looks like Mike's internet is frozen. Maybe it's hard to oh, know. Oh no! Yeah, but John can hear me um, loud and clear. John, my question for you is: What do you? Th- how do you feel about this nice shot we have of Odie's butt? Do you like it? Pretty good. Uh, it, you know, his. I, I'm his... sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, Odie's I, tail looks like a bee stinger. That's, I, hear, that's I don't know if it's okay. what strikes me. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like we're having yeah, we're having some some audio here. issues Mike with my apologies I've muted you just because we're on the because you were coming in and out uh, it looks like you're back Mike if you unmute yourself I think it'd be good now um, you can't un- unmute him I can't unmute him I can ask to unmute oh, that's wild yeah it lets you mute him but it doesn't let you unmute him yeah. fix that zoom fix you it can't force someone else to be heard can you hear me now Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's working now. Uh, Mike, we, now that you're back, what do you, how do you feel about this picture of Odie's butt in panel three? John likes it. And, and do you think his tail looks like a bee stinger? Kind of does. <laughs> classic, classic response. How about that um, can of tuna? Is that a can of tuna? It could be a can of tuna. Could be a could be a Thai green curry paste. Could be uh, could be like diced jalapenos. Could be diced jalapenos. Could be hatch yeah hatch green chili. Uh, oh, hatch no, I don't think yeah. so. Not in Muncie. Not in nineteen eighty five. I don't think I don't think John's buying hatch green chilies. You think it could be some foie gras? Maybe might sure. be foie gras, John. Yeah, um, that celery is going everywhere. That Our celery is everywhere you here. want to be. It's vibrating. Um, listeners, Mike Kuzmanoff is chatting us. He says he can't hear anything. Uh, but at least he's, he's yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, something going on. I've just t- written back something <laughs> going on. Um, yeah. Listeners, you, you're missing out on some real action happening in the chat. But, you know, that's kind of your own fault. Yeah, if you oh, want to. Okay, you can hear why me. Not, yeah. Why not join the yeah, show live, listeners, and then you can <laughs> see what's happening in the chat. Uh, to watch us on the live stream, you know, obviously we're Twitch streaming it, we're 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 YouTubing it. Um, yeah. A lot of people want to watch. Yeah, the you want on the live. You want to get your John. super chats in before five o'clock. We're going to read I, every super chat we get. I cannot stress enough that you need to get your super chats in before mm-hmm. 5 p.m. A minimum now, of $20. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people, Jonathan, uh-huh. a lot of people assume that when we say get your super chats in by 5 p.m., we mean 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Nothing could be further from the truth. Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard Time, listeners. Get your super chats in by 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, we didn't say which day. Anyway, thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. This is a lot of
Mike, can you hear us? Yeah, try Mike, I, I don't know if I can. I can't hear him. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.